Welcome to the life of a social media manager, a show powered by Social Insider. I am Maria, marketing expert, and every month I get a top social media experts to discover how to build a successful career as a social media manager with all the struggles of running online communities. Follow me and discover the good, the bad, and the ugly from the life of a social media manager. My guest for today is Dominic Edmondson. Dominic currently works as a senior content and channels officer at Brunel University in London. Social media has been at the core of Dominic's professional career, where he has worked in a number of digital marketing roles across higher education, in addition to the travel sector. Dominic is looking forward to sharing his story about how he got into social media and provide some advice into how to make a success out of it. Dominic, thank you so much for accepting our invitation. No, thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to the next sort of 30 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, also, I'm, I'm looking forward to learn more about social media. So please, let's start with the beginning and tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think with uh, sort of social media and how I sort of got into it, um, you know, my first sort of role into it was when I worked at Crystal Ski Holidays um, in Austria um for sort of six months as part of a winter ski season um so yeah that was just looking after the um resort account and uh predominantly on twitter and instagram in those days um and then i think it's kind of worked out as it's always been an interest of mine um and then i think in terms of like professional um sort of career i think it really sort of stepped up um when i was on a a university leadership graduate program called ambitious futures um so i think that allowed me to to focus on my my interests in social media and you know realize that there was a clear path for me um within this industry um and i think that's you know helped me into my current role um as a senior content and channels officer here um at brunel university london where we use social media daily and you know i think it's just allowed me to sort of understand um you know what my skill sets are and you know it's it's definitely you know a massive interest for me and you know I can only only sort of thank um sort of previous experiences to to guide me to where I am today. Great. So now you are working in social media and for the last I don't know two years I've talked to a lot of social media managers. Working in social media means wearing a lot of hats. What does your day-to-day schedule look like? Yeah, it definitely does have a lot of different hats. And I think that really depends on, um, you know, whatever company or team you work in and everyone will say something different. Um, yeah, I think for my um, for my day-to-day, um, you know, it obviously completely varies, um, which is something I really love. Um, I think for me, um, because in my role, actually, I do a, a bit of web development as well. So it's not just social media. Um, so that's quite nice to have that variety. Um, but I think in terms of like the social media aspect, you know, I could be um, sort of managing social media, community building, um, creating content with digital ambassadors. So going around the campus, um, shooting things for TikTok or Instagram Reels, or even YouTube, longer form videos. Um, and then obviously reporting as well, um, ensuring that, you know, the data that we collate is um you know will feeds into you know our our plans um as well so yeah i think for me um you know i, I 
personally just love the the content creation side of things and, and working with with the students it's always nice to kind of bounce ideas off each other and you know I think that's definitely one thing I, I you know really enjoy about working uh, within a university and you know, working in social media as well. Great so you said you started working at Crystal Sky Holidays in, Aust in Austria. Mm -hmm. How did your passion for social media start? When when was the moment that you realized, okay, so this is what I want to do? Yeah, I think um, for me, as I sort of touched upon, social media has always been an interest of mine. Um, I think even you know back in the day when I was younger, and you know Facebook had come into existence, and even Bebo, if anyone can remember that. I mean, I know that um, had it had a bit of a a moment in it and yeah but that was um that was quite interesting um but I just I think um, I think from personal point of view I just enjoyed the, the feeling of you know feeling connected to others and community building and I think you sort of mentioned you know with Christmas ski holidays it was only sort of a, a minor aspect of my role um the social media aspect but it's something I really enjoyed um but I think it was more When I as I, when I was working um, at um, SOAS in my um, on my university graduate program, I think that was when I sort of started to realise that there were obviously elements of digital marketing that I really enjoyed. Social media being the main one, um, and I think in terms of other sort of previous employment, it was always something that I wanted to take part in, whether it was setting up an Instagram page or getting on Twitter and really kind of building that experience from there. Um, so it was never sort of pre, it was never really designated you know, social media roles. It was just roles that I really enjoyed having that social media element to it. And I think, you know, in my current role, that's now allowed me to really work on social media um and i think for me it's just provided more focus and direction in my professional life and yeah i think that's really really important sort of going forwards yeah also what what i like about social media is that as you said it helps create communities and i think it's great because through social media i we can meet and we can discover a lot of a lot of people and we can talk and we can share insights and i think this is this is actually great Absolutely. Um, I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there thinking, okay, so maybe I want to work in social media, but I don't know where to start. What skills do you need to develop to become a social media manager from your point of view? Yeah, I've listened to some really great answers on this podcast, actually. And yeah, I think it's trying to sort of condense um, sort of ideas yeah. around. I think, I think for me, the first one I would always say is be proactive. Um, you know, as I sort of mentioned previously is I was in working in different elements of higher education and even at Crystal Ski Holidays is that, you know, it was always an interest of mine. So I wanted to be on social media, even though that was not actually my job title or my main responsibility. It was sort of a, a secondary, shall we say. Um, so I think, yeah, being proactive, trying to seek out opportunities. And I think, you know, these days employers are obviously aware of social media and I think if you know if you want to get involved in it then you know there's always an element uh, to sort of support businesses and that but I think even from a personal point of view as well 
you don't even need to do it in um, professional life. I think, you know, one example, even creating videos on TikTok about a niche that you're interested in or even on LinkedIn, um, you know, personal branding is so, so important these days. So you don't actually need to do it in your current role. Um, but I think being proactive and, you know, being brave to kind of just create the content is, is important in that. Um, I think step number two, I would say, you know, be patient because um, that kind of follows on with the being proactive. If you're starting from scratch and, you know, the results might not come instantly or they won't come instantly. Um, but, you know, it's being being patient. And if it's you know something that you're really interested in and, um, you know, you've got that passion for it, then it will eventually you know, come through and, you know, you'll be able to make a success of it. And I think the third one kind of ties in both nicely is, you know, don't be afraid to make mistakes. I think for me, I always used to think myself as a perfectionist. Um, but I think working in social media and working in marketing, it certainly lose that tag because you kind of have to be bold and you have to make mistakes to be able to learn from, um, you know, learn from, learn from mistakes and, you know, that's how you become successful is, you know, trialing and error. And I think those are, you know, three key skills, which I think are really important in, um, in becoming a successful social media manager these days. Great. So uh, be proactive, be patient, and don't be afraid to make mistakes. Yes. I, I like that you said, uh, don't be afraid to make mistakes, because I think there are many people out there who postpone doing different things because they are afraid of, what others might think. So I have this content, I have this picture, but I don't want to post it because maybe someone would, would say, oh, this is not appropriate or this is not. I Actually, I've seen a lot of posts on LinkedIn where people were commenting, saying that this is not for LinkedIn, you should post this on Instagram or you should post this on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> it's social media. So, you know, I think, you know, it's your, your platform. You know, if you want to post it on your LinkedIn, you want to post it on TikTok, that's up to you. You know, it shouldn't be dictated by what others or the conventions of how that platform should be. So, yeah, I think just if you've got an idea um, and it showcases your sort of passions and interests, then I would 100% say go for it. Yeah, I, I totally agree with this. Now, let's talk about strategy. What do you think are the key elements for creating a good to great strategy on social media? Yeah, I think before you even start, I mean, you need to plan. I think that's the, the most important thing. Um, you know, without planning, where are you sort of leading your, your strategy to? So I think, you know, you've got to understand who your audience is and, you know, where they are, basically. So that all sort of falls under the, the planning aspect as well. Um, but I think you also need to be able to benchmark what success looks like so whether that's uh, sort of engagement brand awareness um, whether you're working sort of in sort of paid social and you want to sort of have conversion so it really you know all boils down to um, you know planning aspect as well but I think you know I can say for the whole sort of time you know plan 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 But equally, you need to be you need to be able to optimize as you go along and be flexible because you never know what's going to come your way. Um, so it's kind of like having a plan, but equally, you know, having a plan B and a plan C, uh, you know, when it comes to social media, because you don't know what sort of trends are coming up, but you've got to you know, have that in place 
um, or have the resources in place to be able to, um, you know, ensure that, you know, you can get, make the most of your, your strategy and, you know, achieve the goals that you've set out to. Great. So um, 10 years ago, Facebook was the number one platform. Then was Instagram, people were posting on Twitter. Now everyone is talking about TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you describe social media today? Because mm-hmm. I think as a social media manager, things change so quickly and so fast. I don't know. What, what's your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And I think I've heard some a lot of analogies being uh, related to the Wild West. And I, I can't disagree with that. I think it is... It can be like that. And um, yeah, I certainly wouldn't disagree um, disagree with that. But I think there are a lot of positives to it. And I think, you know, I would like to sort of highlight the positives because I think it is a, it is a great place to be. Um, and I mean, it certainly helps me sort of pay my bills. So I'm not going <laughs> to slate it. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, one, one analogy I actually thought of, and I, and, you know, I'm going to, I might be... Uh, might upset a few people from New York about this, but I, I thought it's like being in Times Square in New York. I think, you know, if you've never been to Times Square, you think, okay, it looks awesome. There's fantastic visuals. It's a place you have to go to, which I think some businesses and some brands think, okay, we've got to be on social media. We've got to be on TikTok. However, if you don't have a plan, once you get there, you're sort of thinking, okay, Times Square is like, oh my God, this is so overwhelming. There's so many people. I'm just a number here, like, where's my voice? And I don't really understand what the hype is because I don't know what I'm doing here. And I think like that can easily translate to, as you know, people, uh, businesses or brands on social media, because if you don't have a plan, then you're not going to get the most out of it. Um, So I just thought that was, you know, quite a good analogy. I'm quite happy to be corrected. (laughs) um, But, you know, I'm going to stick with, I'm going to stick with uh, social media is the Times Square um and yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm going with well actually i love this answer <laughs> i think you're <laughs> the you. first one say, say, telling me that um so on i've seen a lot of this question on uh, facebook groups should we go only organic or should we do also paid what's your take on this i mean what should we do yeah i think i'm i think i'm a bit biased in this if i'm honest and i would say organic i think personally that's you know that's my background um that's always been something that i've enjoyed the most and i think as i've touched upon earlier it's one of the key aspects of social media i really enjoy is the community building and you know you can do that really well with with organic um and i think you know i love being able to create authentic content and I think with organic, you know, you can do that quite easily. However, saying that, I think paid social, there is definitely a place for it. Um, you know, and I think, you know, if you're trying to, you know, increase sales or conversion, then, you know, I'm, I'm definitely think, you know, all for that. And it, it can have those quick wins. But I do think you can't, sort of, you can't rely on paid social, um, you know, without a, a strong sort of organic, following um so it works hand in hand but you know i'm going to say organic overpaid for me great yeah i think you don't have you you don't need the budget 
to create a strategy or to, I don't know, to be number one or to be on top. So I think this is really important. People should understand that they don't need to do paid. You can start with organic and then if you want to try, okay, you can try paid, but you, you just have to start at some point. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, why do you think people share posts for brand, from brands on social media? Because um, what, what's the key element that, that they have? Yeah, I think as I sort of said in the, the previous question about, um, you know, why I enjoy um, organic social, it's the, the authenticity and, and, you know, building communities. And I think people share brands on social because of that, you know, they're authentic, um, you know, there's humor involved as well, which I think is a, an important thing. And I think, you know, just showing their human side um, to brands as well, which means that they're relatable to people. Um, I think, you know, if you've got a, a large multinational organization who is based in America um, and they can reach someone in the north of England, I mean, that's two very different worlds. Um, and I think that means that they're doing something right. Um, so I think it's, yeah, I think it's just showing that human side, being authentic. Um, you know, I think humor, humor is probably one of the, the biggest things. And yeah, it kind of, it's sort of, um, can't be um, underrated in terms of its importance to sharing sharing brand sharing posts on social media yeah actually last week i was talking to someone uh, also a social media manager and she told me that from her point of view the perfect combination is uh between posts that are human and that entertain people yeah absolutely and this is kind of the success that, that brands are looking. Mm. Um, I have a few more questions for you. What do you think are the key elements to create social media engagement these days? Because as a social media manager, you start the day with your boss coming to you and said, okay, so I want engagement and I want this. <laughs> I don't know. I want our social media channels to be number one. What can you do? Yeah, and I think you you said it previously is that you know it's 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 about keeping it um, keeping it simple in terms of you know entertaining um, and inspiring and educating. I think those three pillars are definitely something that I you know try and you know think about whenever I'm creating content stuff that I pass on to our or digital ambassadors who I work with at Brunel is you know. Don't overcomplicate it, you know, try and think, is this content educational? Is it inspirational? And is it entertaining? It doesn't necessarily need to be all three. I think that's mm -hmm. quite difficult for it to be all three. But if it's, you know, one or two of those points, then I think, you know, that's definitely, you know, something to kind of focus on. And it's a good pillar um, to sort of build from. And, yeah, I think that's that's definitely all you sort of need. Um you know, to, to try and create good social media engagement. I think it's also vital to have a sort of a test and fail mindset is that some days, you know, you might find content that, you know, ticks all three of those boxes of educational, inspirational and entertaining and it absolutely flops. Um, and you don't know why, because you think this is exactly what it should do. Um, 
but then you know other times when you you know think it's something that sort of off the cuff um you don't really plan it that much actually ends up doing so much better um and <laughs> i'm sure anyone who's um sort of been involved in social media can relate and scratches their head at times and thinks oh my god what have i done wrong how is this even possible and sometimes that is just the way that social media works is you know sometimes you're you're least planned and kind of off the cuff um piece of content can actually be your your best and perform perform well so yeah and i think you know finally with that point it's you know just ensuring you've got um data to, to back up your results so i think going forwards if something um you know performs well then you know you've seen you've got the data to, to to showcase to sort of management that this is the, the route you want to take alternatively um you know if there's if there's something that your managers are trying to or your managers are trying to push and it's not performing well then you know you've got data to kind of say actually this isn't performing well i don't think we should continue with this so you know it can be it can be a good friend data um even though it's it's not my biggest fan but it is certainly uh it's a necessity for you know for success in social media yeah i think it's important because you may spend i don't know hours creating a piece of content that doesn't bring you so much engagement and engagement and you can take a picture with your phone and post it and <laughs> you can boom absolutely yeah. absolutely can be frustrating yeah sometimes <laughs> Um, who do you think should be my next guest on this podcast? If you if you could invite someone, I think um, someone who really stands out to me on social media is Kevin Graham, uh, particularly on LinkedIn. Definitely go um, go follow him. Um, he works on socials for Manscaped and um, I think male grooming um, brand, and I think. He's just started his community, um, you know, from scratch. I think in earlier this year, and yeah, post some you know funny photos, but also some really in like insightful tips um, to people working in social media. And I think he's just sort of been able to, to grow that community. Um, and I'd love to be able to you know hear what he's got to say, and you know find out a bit more about how he's sort of um, how his career's gone because I think he was someone who um had sort of become unemployed during the, the pandemic and you know i think it's quite interesting to sort of see those or hear those stories of you know when you might have sort of reach rock bottom and have no direction and where to go and you know he's sort of you know on upward trajectory and now obviously looks like he's a you know a key sort of person within within the field and you know i think it'd be quite cool to see what he has to say Great. I, I'm going to follow him after yeah, after we end up this stuff. And my last question for you is where can people find you and follow you? Yeah, uh, so I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, make sure you spell my surname correctly. I always get the second D missing. Uh, so that's <laughs> Dominic Edmondson. Um, and I'm also on Twitter as well. That's Edmondson with four N's. But I must warn you, I do only tweet a lot about football. Um, so if you're interested in Premier League, German Bundesliga, that's where to find me. But yeah, LinkedIn is the main the main platform for me. So yeah, look forward to receiving some of your connections. Great. Dominique, thank you so much for this talk. Actually, I took some notes while you were talking and um, it was really, really great. And thank you, thank you for your time. That's right. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure.